Welcome to the Bad Preaching Podcast with Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg. Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast. And this is Pastor Greg, and I'm here with Pastor Aaron and with Pastor Brad. Uh, Pastor Aaron, how are you doing today? Doing well. Good. Good to have you on the show. Thank you. And Pastor Brad, how are you? Dandy like a lion. Dandy like a lion. I was hoping he would say that, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're glad to be back here on the Bad Preaching Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about um, Resurrection Sunday or Easter Sunday, which was just a few days ago for us. We had a wonderful Easter here at NCOG, Nortonsville, Church of God, and Pastor Brad, you did some neat things. Uh, Before we get into our topic about it's time to hope again, that's what we're going to talk about today, uh, springing off of Sunday's sermon, Sunday's Easter sermon, but you did some real creative things with Hilltop Youth for Easter, and uh, share those with the audience. Yeah, we so we have breakfast club, and our breakfast club, what we do is we go to the 9 a.m. service all together as a youth group. We sit mm-hmm. together, and then after youth, like after that service, we go down, and we'll have breakfast all together down in the youth room, and it's a great time because you get to catch up with one another, you know, just fellowship over a meal, and it's also led to great conversations about the service or different different questions that might come up with. Uh, we've had questions about the Holy Spirit and being able to answer those. So this Easter, it was really cool because we got to do breakfast club. And after we ate breakfast, we got to go hide eggs for the students, um, for the for the children that would be doing the Easter egg hunt. And so just another great time of being able to serve. Mm. And uh, our, a lot of our teens actually serve during the 11 o'clock service in nursery or preschool, kids' church, and different different parts of the um, service in general. And so it's just a cool opportunity to be able to have them come into 9 a.m. service, be fed, and then be fed spiritually, and then be fed as well with food afterwards. It's a wonderful, so, wonderful concept. Yeah, it really is. So, And some of your teens serve at 9 o'clock service in music. That's right, yeah. That's, that's really neat. Well, it's a great culture you're creating there in Hilltop Youth, Pastor Brad. What a great concept. It's been a lot of fun. Breakfast Club. And so you guys, uh, a lot of the conversation in those particular clubs is centered centered around what just happened in mm. the 9 o'clock service. Yeah, what so, just happened and then obviously what's going on in life and different yeah. things like that. So, so it's, it's been It's, it's been kind really of like fun. a post-game analysis. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've had some really good, good conversations. conversations from it. Uh, just... Yeah. In the concept of when you're doing your sermon on the Holy Spirit, your uh-huh. sermon series on that, it it was really cool to just hear the questions that they had, um, and then being able to just converse with one another, and then being able to build those relationships where right. they're being vulnerable and and being able to grow together. And I you're creating a, creating a safe space for them to do that mm-hmm. too. That's that's really neat. Really important question here. Very. Super spiritual and important question here. Yep. Do they like the pastor's jokes from the sermon? You know, the jokes land with them. They really do. <laughs> they always, you don't have to say that just because you know, I'm here. One of, the things, one of the things that are so funny with them is they'll pick things like, uh, oh, what did you say that one time? They they caught you, you said something about uh, hiding... Tanning their hide. Tanning the hide. Yeah, and, they didn't yeah, know what that yeah. meant. They, the students had no idea. But Pastor Greg, <laughs> what Pastor Greg did in that sermon is he said, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. 
And so it got all the students' interest. And they were, so after service, they, why did he say that? They were all, they all swore me and they said, did he say something bad? Did he, do something, did he say something bad? And I was like, no, it's just a phrase he, he, he was talking about that. And that we, we explained that. So it's funny, like you that do get funny. those, you get that side of the sermon. Like right. you get the very deep spiritual side, but you also get the, the joking side or them trying to break down. Like, what did that mean? Or what did what, that mean? What was what, that? What's a cassette? What's a tape? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So it's and fun. you do the, um, how often do you do the Hilltop Youth Breakfast Clubs? We do once a month. Once it's a typically month. second once Sunday of every month. Of every month. So. Nice, nice. So if anybody's listening this locally and, and they have teenager, middle school, high schooler, uh, bring them, they can be part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's, we would love that. That is awesome. That is awesome. Brad, um, have you ever been, I asked Aaron earlier, uh, had he ever been homesick? And you told me. No, I've not no. really been homesick. No, but um, Pastor Brad, you said that maybe you have been homesick before. Yeah, I think adjusting I mean, being nine hours away in college, it, it was definitely a toll at, at one point. You know, you early on, you're thinking, am I doing the right thing? Is this where I'm supposed to be at? But one thing that I thought the most was, man, I really miss my mom's cooking. <laughs> you're eating in the dining hall Food every is meal. Important. <laughs> Food is important. Good home cooking. Yes, yeah. yes. It's important, right? Yes. <laughs> so that, that definitely spiked my homesickness was just thinking, man, I could really go for a meal yeah. for mom right now. <laughs> Uh, it's a unique feeling. Um, they say that homesickness is one of the worst feelings mm-hmm. that there that there is. Uh, I say that because I started the Sunday sermon this past Sunday, Easter Sunday, with that uh, story of being homesick from my childhood when I was, I don't know, five, six, seven years old. And I was uh, spending the night at my grandmother's house and I got homesick. And so my uncle had to take me home in the middle of the night, the long commute home uh, probably took about 30 seconds, <laughs> considering the fact that my home was right behind her home. <laughs> so, But I do remember, that's the only time in my childhood, I think, that I kind of remember the homesick feeling. Um, but then I was honest, I was vulnerable that uh, about two years ago, when I was about 42 years old, I did have a moment um, on a missions trip to Columbia, South America, that I felt homesick for a few, you know, a few hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to be there for, I think, 12 days or something. I can't remember, 12 or 13. And uh, this was like day two or three. And I remember just that feeling hitting me and thinking, oh, my, I've got at least, I don't know, let's just say 10 more days yeah. here. And you can't call an Uber mm-hmm. in Colombia and go <laughs> home, right? I mean, you can't. You just can't. Come that, that it's not going to work. Um, so I do, I did have that feeling of homesickness that particular evening, and then then I got over it uh, pretty quickly and started eating the food down there and all the adventures and all that. But uh, I did have that feeling, and it is it is quite a feeling. But I, I segued in the sermon from being homesick to being heart, what I called heart sick. You're not talking about heartburn, right? And I'm talking about heartburn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I made that clear. I'm not talking yeah. about heartburn because uh, I don't want any any of these ladies to quit cooking around here, the nice meals that they do for me and the, and the nice church meals and all these things. It's not heartburn, yeah. <laughs> but heart sick. And Proverbs 13, 12, the uh, first part of that verse says, hope deferred, or let me say it this way, hope delayed, hope that is put off makes the heart sick. 
And I think, unfortunately, in our world today, there are people who I would say they are heart sick because hope has been deferred in their lives. And for whatever reason, they are lacking hope and their heart is sick. And so the sermon, the Easter sermon for Resurrection Sunday was it's time to hope again. It's time to hope again. And gentlemen, I hope that that message resonated with somebody. I hope that that somebody grabbed that concept of through Christ, we can hope again, regardless of what is happening right now in in your life, regardless of what has happened Mm -hmm. prior to right now. Through Christ, we can hope again. We can hope again. That feeling of expectation and excitement that comes through having hope, through having Christ. And, and he's the author of hope. We're almost at a break, but uh, I talked about being dissed. Did, did you yeah. Did you guys ever hear that term, dissed? I've seen it in the movie. Dissed? You've seen it in the movie? <laughs> no. Aaron, you ever heard that term, dissed? Yeah. Dissed? That's a, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it when we come back from break, but I, you know, I remember people saying, don't diss me, man, yep. don't diss me. So I couldn't <laughs> tell by the audience response in, in either service whether folks knew that term or not. Some people had to have heard that. Don't diss me. Hey, don't go away. We'll be right back. Bad Preaching Podcast. Hi, this is Josie. We hope you are enjoying this episode of the Bad Preaching Podcast. Please join Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg each week and enjoy the discussion. Find our weekly sermons on Facebook or YouTube. Just search Nortonsville Church of God or visit our website for a podcast recording of each sermon at nortonsvillecog.com. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Bad Preaching Podcast. Thanks for listening today. And you can go on YouTube or Facebook to access all of our prior church services and sermons if you'd like, or you can go to the website and listen to an audio version of the past sermons. But thanks for listening today. Uh, talking about the Easter sermon that we just had and the wonderful Easter day that we we had here at Nortonsville. But I left off of the break talking about this concept of being dissed. Yes, and I think Brad dissed. And I think Brad kind of dissed me, Aaron, when he said, I, I've seen it in the movies. I think, that was, I think that was a perfect example of, I just got dissed. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm picking up on the context clues here. <laughs> He he did it before he realized what it was. <laughs> yes. But in, in the sermon, I said three disses that life will bring to us: discouragement, disillusionment, and being disoriented. Mm. And if we aren't careful, any of us can fall into any of those, or, or be uh, prey or victims to any of those. But discouragement, disillusionment, disoriented. But I do believe there is hope in Christ. And I do believe he can take our discouragement and bring us encouragement, cause us to dream again. I believe he can take our disillusionment and replace that with a desire to live life to the fullest, a desire to get up every day and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. This mm-hmm. is the, the, the day that um, we serve a resurrected Christ, right? Not just on Easter, every day. And we can we can have a desire to live fully again. He can take our disorientation and turn that into expectancy. Mm-hmm. And so I just love that we have such hope in Christ as believers, and that hope is extended to unbelievers. They just need to receive it, right? So it is time to hope again. It's time to hope again. The passage that we used on Sunday 
in the sermon was from Luke 24, 1 through 12. It's a story about individuals who had great hope at one point in time. They had lived and followed Jesus, seen the miracles, experienced the blessings, and all of the wonderful teachings, all the great things of Christ. They had had great hope, but then they had experienced tremendous loss, tremendous trauma. They had watched as Christ was beaten and bruised and scorned and mocked and died on the cross, a death of suffocation and cruelty. Mm. And the beautiful thing is, though, we see in Luke 24, they start to find hope again because they start to discover he really did mean what he said when he said, I will rise again Mm. in three days. And they found the resurrection and the life, Jesus Christ. And so it's a a beautiful, beautiful story there in Luke 24. And and let me encourage our listeners, grab a Bible and read Luke 24. And if you want to hope again, that'd be a good place to start, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. And just read that that passage. But uh, we had different points in the sermon. One was this, tell your heart to beat again. Aaron, is your heart beating? Yes, sir. Good, good. Because I'm not very good at first aid. (laughs) I just want to make sure. Yes. Uh, good. Uh, but that was the first point. Tell your heart to beat again. And I was really speaking to our emotions right mm-hmm. there. Uh, I know we cannot live by our emotions. I understand that. But I also understand, let's be true, emotions are a big part of our lives. Yeah. And they are an important part of our lives. And and there are things that we need to settle in our hearts and in our lives and even in our emotions that can become bedrock. And one of those is get in our emotions that the resurrection is true. Mm. Feel it, experience it, know it deep down on the inside. It's not a fairy tale. Brad, what's your favorite fairy tale? Like um, Round Spot. I don't uh, even know my favorite Snow, fairy tale. Snow, Snow White. <laughs> I'll go with Snow White. Are you That's a fine. Snow White fan? Well, I'm yeah, trying, like, Aaron, I'm trying to diss him since he dissed yeah. me, but I'm not. You know, I, I do down. like Beauty and the Beast. Beauty that and counts. the Beast. That okay. So, uh, but the, re- <laughs> the resurrection is true. It's not a fairy tale. Yeah. And I don't know. Sometimes as Christians, maybe we hear it so much and we've heard it so often that perhaps the emotional impact and the power of it can subside some. Mm-hmm. But we need to grab back a hold of that in our hearts and in our emotions. This is true. The resurrection is true. Christ is risen. Mm-hmm. I think that should make us feel something. Yeah. I know I know we walk by faith. I know our salvation is by faith. But my goodness, shouldn't that make us feel something? Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't we feel something that hey, he is risen. He is risen indeed. Um, I found that point, or I, I guess I cultivated that point actually from a song that um, a few years ago I really enjoyed when it first came out, really was was uh, timely in my life, but it just said, tell your heart to beat again. And I, I read the lyrics, and for time's sake, I won't read the lyrics today on the podcast, but I would say go to the show notes, and we'll have a link there. Mm-hmm. But we're not that sophisticated. We don't do that <laughs> not yet. yet. Not, not yet. yet. But <laughs> we'll Aaron, Aaron, we'll sign that to you. You come up okay. with that. Um, but um, so don't go to the show notes because we don't have any. But but maybe Google it. Tell your heart to beat again. It's a beautiful song with beautiful lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I shared some of that during the sermon on Sunday. But the second point was this: tell your mind to rest assured. And just as much as it is an emotional thing, it is also an intellectual thing. And we don't have to throw our intellect or our intelligence out the window to believe the resurrection. Mm -hmm. 
I think one great proof, and I and I, I brought it out in, at least in one of the services. I think I brought it out in both services. But um, think about this. All of the apostles, except, of course, Judas, who hung himself, all of, all of the followers, they gave the rest of their lives to telling the story of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great amount of proof in the resurrection yeah. in itself. And most of them were martyred, at least the apostles. Most mm-hmm. of, the, of them were martyred, uh, except for maybe John. They tried to martyr him, and they couldn't. Um, tough old bird. He wouldn't die. <laughs> but, but you don't give your life for a hoax, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and so there's a lot of intellect, a lot of proof there. But I love this scripture that I used as part of this point, Hebrews 10, 12, when we're telling our mind to rest assured, but this man being Christ. So I just said it this way in the sermon, but Christ, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God. I just love that because what do you do when the work is done? Mm-hmm. You sat you, you sat down. Oh, my grammar today. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you do? Let me try that again. We, we could edit that out, but we'll just leave it. What, what, what do you do when all the work is done? You sit down. Yeah. Right? You sit down. He, he has accomplished everything, and Christ today is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he's calm, he's cool, he's collected. If I could steal that cliche. Brad, you probably haven't heard that cliche either. Have you? I have heard that one. <laughs> he is calm, cool, he's collected. Even in the midst of all the chaos of this life, um, he is calm, cool, and collected. I guess because I had been to King's Dominion a few days before Easter, I thought about all these amusement park rides. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you guys like amusement park rides? I do, yes. You do? Bless your heart. I don't know if I do or don't. <laughs> I, I ride them because of my children. But uh, Brad, do you? <laughs> I do, yeah. I enjoy them. <laughs> but um, I've thought about you know some of those that just make your head spin. Mm-hmm. You know, And sometimes life just makes your head spin, that, the dizzying effect. But in the midst of all that, Christ is still seated, calm, cool, collected. And we trust in him. We put our problems to him. We put our lives to him so we can let our minds rest assured. All right, I'm going to try again, Aaron, okay. to get Brad. <laughs> All right, are you okay with that? Yes, sir. So I quoted a song right about that time in the sermon. My hope is built on, and I'm going to let Brad finish it. My hope is built on nothing less then I Jesus, love exploit. I love exploiting. Christ I love exploiting his youth. Is it Jesus Christ and righteousness? Yes, you're right. right. See, I'm horrible with songs too. <laughs> he also knows that. <laughs> That's right. My hope is built on. You did good. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus and His righteousness. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground. Is sinking sand, yep. and the church said, "Amen, and amen." <laughs> uh, we're almost finished with the podcast today. My final point was this: tell your family to hope again, mm. and don't keep it to yourself. The ladies, when they discovered what had happened, they went back to those closest to them and told them. And we need to settle it in our hearts and minds. Then we need to tell our families and our friends, and let them hope in Christ as well. Hey, thanks for listening today. Bad preaching podcast. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening today. Join us next week on the
Obrigada por <risos> <risos>